0: It's me, Academic Agent, you're watching Talking Turley, and have I got some amazing conservative trends for you today. You are not going to want to miss this.
1: To me, Dr. Stephen, we have an astonishing ruling coming from the Supreme Court in the nation of Russia. Their highest court has just ruled that LGBT activists should be designated as, quote, extremists and has issued an official ban on any and all LGBT activities throughout the territory of the Russian Federation. It's perhaps the single most sweeping anti-LGBT Supreme Court ruling yet, And Russian authorities are taking the ruling very seriously. Within just 48 hours of the ruling, Russian police reportedly raided a number of gay bars and clubs throughout Moscow under the pretext that the bars and clubs are centers for extremist activity and can therefore be shut down. Now, what's so interesting here is that the Supreme Court there banned what they called, and this is key, the international LGBT movement, the international LGBT movement, for Putin and for retraditionalized traditionalized Russia, the culture wars are not civil wars. The culture wars are not left versus right in Russia. The culture wars are a foreign invasion. And that's absolutely
0: key to get with the Supreme Court. Superb bit of analysis here by uh, Dr. Steve, I would say. And the reframing of this issue as a foreign extremist uh, invasion um, you know, looking at the gay bar not as a kind of social and cultural issue, but as a geopolitical issue um, and as a means of America to spread uh, its own subversive ideology around the world. You know, we we have often joked about the global American empire, which we abbreviate to G-A-E, the gay, as we call it, a little in-joke, you know, among the sort of circles I move in. And uh, it's, it's actually fascinating to see uh, Russia and Putin uh, lean into this uh, with this ruling. But also as a, on a more serious point, we sh- I don't think we should de facto dismiss the pretext that Russia is giving. I do not believe that um, Vladimir Putin is raiding gay bars because he's a, he's a massive homophobe or something like that. Um, I suspect that uh, it is actually correct that um, gay bars are uh, centers of uh, you know liberal a uh, western elite activity uh, which is happening in a clandestine way. I remember there was a book written some years ago called The Pink Mafia um, which uh, w- went into uh, how this worked in the 1980s New York scene where um, if you think about it the underground gay scene um functions much like an organized minority to to go back to classical elite theory they can all move as a phalanx um because they have a place to meet Um, i mean this is true of any group that is able to uh congregate congregate in this way and um you know in the context of moscow uh it's a pretty good um trojan horse if you want to smuggle in american ideology So um, I do not, I mean, I do not have any reason to doubt Putin's pretext myself. Um, The alternative, which is that he's just doing it because he's a hateful bigot, doesn't uh, pass the sniff test. uh, And that is probably the version that you'd get if you read Pink News or something like that. But let's see what else Dr. Steve has to say.
1: Wokeness for Putin and with the Supreme Court is not an issue within Russia wokeness is a foreign invader that's trying to destroy russia and so what putin and russian officials are doing here is they're treating wokeness as literally like a foreign enemy that's trying to break through and invade their nation and so that's why scholars refer to what russia is doing here as an internationalization of the culture wars and so needless to say this decision by the russian supreme court i
0: i mean i would say that it is it, that internationalization of the culture wars makes it sound like Putin's decision. In fact, this has been a central uh, plank of American foreign policy. We know how they use the NGO network. We know how they use these um, kind of uh, uh, social and cultural spaces to infiltrate other countries. That's why Viktor Orban made it such a big priority to clamp down on the NGOs Erdogan went through a a similar process where he purged universities and the whole kind of think tank space because this is an active part of American foreign policy. So I would say that America had already instrumentalized the culture wars. And what's interesting is that um, so-called culture wars are a weapon against foreign enemies, i.e. social liberalism and Uh, The rainbow flag and LGBT is an active weapon against Russia. Uh, What's interesting from the point of view of Steve Turley and somebody like myself is that it is also also a weapon in domestic policy. You know, that this is done against foreign enemies, but it is also done against the internal enemies of the regime, which are essentially the majority population, Uh, you know, people who like tradition uh, like Dr. Steve or like myself. Court is hardly
1: unique for Russia. It actually comes on the heels of the Russian legislature officially banning all gender reassignment surgeries in their nation. Just some weeks back, the Russian Duma, their parliament, unanimously, (laughs) you've got to get that, the Russian Duma unanimously voted to institute a total ban on all so-called gender-affirming surgeries. And this law follows on the heels of Russian President Vladimir Putin's recent signing of sweeping legislation
0: that bans what they call all LGBT propaganda from the... Now, now this should be a problem, uh, I think, uh, for America because it is increasingly becoming the case in the rest of the world. And this is one of the reasons why Putin is doing this, that so-called LGBT, um, you know, sex reassignment, surgery, uh, you know, deviant sexual practices of all kind are part and parcel of what America stands for in the world. Okay? I mean, how does that carry to all of the other nations of the world? My country is the country that stands for not being able to tell the difference between men and women. My country is the country that stands for, I don't know, anal sex. My country is the country that stands for dodgy clubs where people dress in leather and spank each other. I mean, it doesn't really, it's not like a great image uh, in my view. So I I would say that this is quite a wise geostrategic move by Putin. Uh, But also I'm sure that there's a part of this that he doesn't want this stuff for his own country. He's trying to win a war at the moment. So he doesn't want to have his domestic uh, situation and the social cohesion of Russia undermined by bullshit like this. So I I would say that, you know, for Russia, Putin is doing what is best. Uh, I would always, um, you know, temper my praise of Putin somewhat um, by saying that he is Russian and for the Russians. Therefore, he cannot really be a great hope or a leader for us. Uh, I I will always say that. But by the same token, Um, I do have a certain amount of envy for Russia having a leader who's prepared to make these moves like Putin is for for the good of his nation. Um, You know, all of our leaders from Rishi Sunak to Keir Starmer to Joe Biden, uh, you know, every single one of them basically part of this kind of horrid elite class, this political class uh, that both me and Dr. Steve rail against. Um, You know, none of them uh, see things the way putin does which is civilizationally putin is thinking on it in a civilizational way about his people and about his nation um whereas all of our leaders just think in really short term uh kind of you know what's going to help gdp uh who's going to be able to service our starbucks uh etc etc which is really kind of petty and small uh whereas uh putin uh, I think, is starting to approach, uh, you know, if from the Russian point of view, he is well on his way to being a Carlinian great man. Um, now that's not to say that Putin is perfect, but of course no great man in history has ever, has ever been perfect. I'm just saying that he is um, on that journey because he's thinking in that way, whereas our leaders don't seem to have any sort of vision for the people or any sense of historical continuity Uh, for what it means, uh, you know, to be American or to be British or to be German. Um, You know, in fact, increasingly, they are saying what it means to be American, British or German uh, is exactly this, the LGBT propaganda. Well, that's not, I mean, at a time where uh, European and American uh, militaries are struggling to hit their recruitment targets at a time where conflict is increasing in the world, and the prospect of World War III is on the horizon, um, this, the rainbow flag, is not going to motivate people to die for their nation, I'm afraid. Um, Whereas all of the moves that Putin is making does help people enlist for Mother Russia. Uh, In fact, they they do not struggle with their recruitment numbers in Russia. He has not had to resort um, to conscription, as far as I'm aware so yeah, ha- have a look at their recruitment numbers have a look at public support for putin's uh, war in ukraine it's over 75 percent, and that was a poll done just a couple of days ago so um i would say that just in terms, if i was going to give a scorecard of our leaders versus putin putin will be miles ahead uh, anyway let's see what else dr steve says here
1: nation that law prohibits Any and all content that depicts what they call non-traditional sexual relations, gender reassignment, pedophilia and the like in a positive light. So the law extends to all social media platforms, advertising, mass media such as television, cinema and the like. But again, what's absolutely essential to get here is that one of the reasons why these laws are enjoying so much popular support in Russia It's precisely because they're seen in terms of this internationalization of the culture wars. This is how Russia fights back what they see as a woke invasion, or better, an attempted invasion. And here's the deal. Russia is hardly alone. This internationalization of the culture wars is spreading throughout the globe in a way that's causing virtually the whole of the global population to rise up against wokeness like never
0: before. Wait until you see this. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, my Christmas sale now on promo code VAXGLIDE2. Buy it now, 25% off all courses. Place
1: your foot on the base and pull the handle backward. Press the on off button to switch the machine on. And unlike many countries in the West, including Britain, Africa is not saddled with debt. British debt is 87% of the British GDP. Well, the African debt is only 9% of their GDP. All but like two countries in Africa pay off their debt within one year. So the debt is already there, and the growth is already beginning. Even now, Africa is the continent in the world with the fastest economic growth. All right, so I need not tell you that what's happening in Russia in this return to traditional values is hardly unique. What has happened in Russia actually comes on the heels of a similar ruling from the Supreme Court in the nation of India. Now, just weeks back, their Supreme Court officially ruled against same-sex marriage in their nation, saying that the issue is ultimately up to the Indian legislature, not the courts. And what was without question a massive blow to LGBT activists around the world, India's Supreme Court has rejected the call to make same-sex marriage legal in the nation of 1.4 billion people. The court declined to grant legal recognition to same-sex marriages, stating that it was beyond the scope of the courts to recognize such, and the issue ultimately needs to be decided by Parliament, which is just another way of saying it ain't going to be happening anytime soon in India. And that's because India is currently ruled by the astonishingly popular nationalist populist prime minister Narendra Modi. Now, Modi leads a party known as the BJP or the Bharatiya Janata Party, which is the single largest democratic party on the planet. They won two back-to-back landslide elections, and they've been very, very successful in instituting what's called Hindutva, which we might see is almost akin to like a Hindu version of Sharia law. It's the deliberate and intentional recalibrating the whole of India's life around Hindu norms, which uh, modern progressive LGBT rights has little place with it.
0: I mean, these are Avolian victories in, in one sense. You know, uh, these are victories for tradition over liberalism and modernity, uh, which is why Dr. Steve is, is celebrating them. Um, although I would say that before we get too carried away, you know, it's great for India that that's happening and it's great for Russia that that's happening. What is bad is that the West increasingly is seen as being synonymous with um, things that undermine the social fabric. Um, you know, in Evola's terms, the West is now seen as an embodiment of anti-tradition. Uh, now it's good that the rest of the world is is rejecting this. Um, what is bad is that they, I don't see... Much headway um, with a substantive change in these sorts of directions in our in in our countries. Um, in fact, many of the populist parties um, in Europe have basically made peace with the social liberal part of it, you know, with with, with the with the LGBT bit, um, because they want to focus on immigration as as the top line issue. Uh, that is fine as a kind of strategy but in the long run these kind of policies that we're seeing from putin and modi will have to be mainstreamed in the west so what's going on in russia and
1: india is actually just par for the course of what's going on all over the world a phenomenon we cover a lot on this channel a dynamic known as retraditionalization. it involves populations increasingly returning to their cultures customs and traditions as mechanisms of resistance against what they see as the anti-cultural processes of globalization and its secular aristocracy. Ironically, the more globalist the world gets, the more traditionalist it gets, precisely because the anti-cultural, anti-traditional dynamics inherent in globalism provoke visceral reactions where populations deliberately re-embrace their cultures, customs, and traditions, most particularly their conservative religious traditions, as mechanisms of resistance against globalism. And that's exactly what we're seeing throughout the world today. For example, even in Europe, the nation of Hungary, under the leadership of the extremely popular Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who's won four back-to-back landslide elections in a row, they've enacted laws banning schools from using materials seen as promoting homosexuality and pro-LGBT values to students. In the nation of China, New media standards have been established throughout the nation, banning what media regulators call "I kiss you, I kid you not" sissy idols and effeminate men. <laughs> Even in the. Na-
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, you see the thing is, is that many, um, many, uh, how can I say, like ethno nationalist types um, would accuse Steve Turley here of you know um praising brown people and yeah you know because he's praising what china and russia and the brics nations are doing you know they're gonna they're gonna start like uh, there's this kind of weird cope where they, they, they try to say well this means that steve turley is anti-white uh, actually he's not um what steve turley is doing is that he's celebrating a, a return to the historical norm where each people has their own homeland, each people has their own traditions, each people has their own history and culture, which they are allowed to um, celebrate and indulge in, free from the interference of, uh, you know, the kind of schoolmarmish insistence. I mean, America has basically become like a kind of um, global matron telling people off for not allowing the bum sex essentially, which is a very odd thing to be both annoying, right? And also incredibly intrusive uh, as well as undermining the social fabric. Um, So it is not a bad thing that this is happening and it's not a bad thing to celebrate. Um, You do get, I mean, I am seeing a, a strange kind of emergence of a reflexive defense of subversive values, right, pushed by America and Europe and uh, you know the game more broadly, you know, in the name of white pride or something. It's like, oh, you know, now now we have like, you know, white nationalism for the LGBT movement or something. I disavow all of that. I think I think Steve Turley has a much better frame uh, of think, of thinking of this. Um, as long as it comes coupled with a strong anti-immigration, uh, Plank, which I know Steve Turley is also for, right? Um, which insists that, uh, you know, Chinese people belong in China, Indians belong in India, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, that would be something approaching Turley world. And I would love to live in Turley world. You know, tell me in the chat if you wouldn't love to live in Turley world. I would much prefer to live in the world as he envisages it because it's healthier it has the track record of survival. Whereas the current values, the so-called woke values, they're leading to destruction and ruin or, or you know, wherever it's being tried. Um, you know, it's been, you know, it's difficult walking around this country recently and just seeing the the kind of levels of degradation everywhere. You know, the, the, the decline is tangible at this point. Uh, you know, so... Anyway, let's uh, see uh, what he says at the end here. Nation of Japan, one of America's staunchest allies, Japan's
1: courts have consistently banned same-sex marriage. More than 30 African countries, most recently Uganda, banned same-sex relations. And I haven't even brought up the Middle East. We're talking whole continents who are pushing back against wokeness. Good. This is the new geopolitical reality. Good. Good. Whether our liberal Western governing elite like it or not, many respects they've lost. They've lost the world. The world is entering into a new conservative age, a far more traditionalist, nationalist, civilizationalist world. And there's nothing woke progressives can do to stop it. High five,
0: Steve. High five. All right, so that'll do for today. Uh, I mean, we're actually very much on the same page on, uh, on this issue Uh, You know, this is not, again, I'll reiterate, this is not me saying, rah, rah, go the bricks. It's me saying, like, these are positive developments to change the world in a direction that we would like. And, you know, as long as America and Europe stays wedded to this insane ideology, this kind of mental illness known as kind of of a liberalism, you know, unchained uh, liberalism plus plus or, or whatever, um, you know, it's going to lose. It's going to lose. This it, it, it just has no chance of overcoming the momentum uh, that Turley is talking about. And, you know, if they push it too far, what will happen?
1: The persecuted becomes the persecutor. The hunted becomes the hunter.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Get out of here. Bye, everyone. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's easily fixed.